Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. Album Synchronicity, Every Breath You Take. He did, he did this song. He did Every Breath with an F you take. Him and Faith Evans, I think. Anyway, uh, if you go to page 28 in today's New York Post, I mentioned this early, early this morning, you're going to see a beautiful color ad put together by Jimmy Capsalis at the behest of the great John Katsimatidis. And it reads, Sitting Friends in the Morning, New York's number one Nielsen-rated news talk morning show. And then there are 18 pictures of my closest friends who are on this show. Everybody from President Trump to John to O'Reilly to Rudy to Curtis, you name it. And guess who made his very first appearance as an official friend of Sid in today's New York Post? None other than, in my opinion, the greatest commissioner in the history of this city, my friend Ray Kelly. In fact, he has positioned Ray in between Andrew Giuliani and Nicole Maliotakis. So with that said, Commissioner Ray, congrats. You're in the post with me hey. today. <laughs> Thank you so much for including me. It's it, a great group to be with. That is a great group, right? I mean, look at these people. They're all, And you, of course, are right there at the very top of the list. And thank you for hopping on today, Ray. You know, we've got this migrant crisis. Me and Curtis are going to be out there later on tonight. I've read stories about migrants raping and killing people in Texas. Uh, in Buffalo, most recently, where Kathy Hochul lives, there were two rapes from migrants. You know, a lot of people say, Sid, stop. They, 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 they keep to themselves. They're not horrible people. But I'm seeing things that make me nervous with a beautiful wife and a 19-year-old daughter. Am I right in, in, in being nervous, or am I getting carried away? Well, listen, as a father, you know, we're all nervous. As, as a grandfather, I'm, I'm nervous. But actually, over time, if you look at the uh, immigrant population, they're not really criminals. They want to work. And the ones that you're talking about are sort of the exception uh, and, you know, and not the rule. But uh, even so, just a lot of people, a mass of people, 100,000 that we have here, I mean, just that that factor alone can cause uh, problems. And as you said, you know, walking through the neighborhoods, the people are very much concerned about their neighborhood. So this is this is a total disaster. And the only 
person that can fix this is the president. Uh, he opened the border. Uh, he's keeping it open. And uh, I used to be the U.S. Customs Commissioner, and I'm familiar with uh, life in the, in the border. And we've never seen anything like this. Of course, no, nobody, nobody has seen anything like this. But uh, I, I don't see any answer other than him doing a 180-degree turn and, and closing the border, or at least making it much, much more secure. You're 100% right. There's your answer. Cover today's New York Post. Floodgates are open. Literally, there's a door, and they're running in. That's the answer. So I'll tell you what the mayor does. And people that like him give him credit because he calls out the president. He has never once, not once, called out the president. Not once. Never said the name Biden other than I'm the Biden of Brooklyn. What he does is he blames the federal government. And when he does that way, what he does is he leaves it open to blame Republicans for immigration reform. This has nothing to do with immigration reform. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, when our friend, President Trump, Republican, was president, did we have any of these migrant issues in New York City? Any? No. No, it was not. It certainly was not uh, any major problem in New York. I mean, just sheer numbers of people that are here will generate some some problems. But no, it was nothing, nothing like it is now, uh, and the potential is, is is tremendous for big time problems. And there's no there's no end in sight. I heard that Peter King on your show the other day say that. Yeah, it's just, it's just in perpetuity. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. How does it go on like this? It, it, it can't. It can't. Something is going to have to break. The mayor, first of all, should declare that we're having a moratorium on sanctuary cities. That's it. We can't do it anymore. We, you know, I, I don't know if that will dissuade uh, uh, people from coming, but at least that would be a, a start. It hasn't done anything well for the city of New York. So, uh, it, you know, there's no easy answers here. I no, I know there's no easy answer, but I, I want to fast forward the clock uh, 20 years from you had not one but two great tenures as a police commissioner and put you right back in that seat right now. Eddie Caban, thank you. You're gone. Here comes Ray Kelly. He's coming back. And uh, Eric Adams is the mayor, and he comes to see you today. He says, Ray, I don't know what to do here, man. I mean, look, I wanted these people here, but maybe I was wrong. I don't know. What 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 could I do? What would What would your suggestion be? To the mayor, if in fact you still were police commissioner, well, I think the mayor should take the president on directly. I think it helps him politically. You know, people are whispering in. But, but hold on, but, Ray, but, but you know, but Ray, you know, his supporters say he already does that. He calls out the federal government, even though you and I know that's a cowardly way of putting it. You're saying, like I'm saying, he needs to say the name Joe Biden, right? Exactly, and I, I think it would help him politically. Here, but I'm saying if people are whispering in his ear that he has. The potential of being president. He does not want to alienate the progressive base of the Democratic Party. That's where the energy is. That's where he sees himself aligned with uh, going down a road here. So that's why, in my judgment, why he's not taking on the president. But locally, I think it would it would certainly uh, certainly help him. People are getting fed up, fed up with him, fed up with what's happening to their, their neighborhoods. He's got to take a, a much stronger stand. Now, not only for us, that's what he should be doing. But I think politically it would help him as well. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And, Mike Kelly, how much more difficult does the migrant situation make the police job? I mean, as we know, the numbers are way down, closer to 30,000 than 40,000. There really is no really no reason to be a cop these days. I mean, the, the, the people on the streets don't respect you. The politicians don't take care of you. You don't make a lot of money. In fact, you make 55000 You don't even have immunity. You can get in trouble every time you walk outside the house or, God forbid, get killed. So how much more difficult is the job now for the police because of these migrants? No, I, I agree with you totally. Uh, it, you know, the department can't recruit to fill the numbers that they're losing. Cops are still leaving the department in significant numbers. They are hemorrhaging, and uh, we just can't can't hire them. Uh, so that's why you have the, a lot of the problems that we have on, on the streets here. This lack of cops in precincts, they don't have uh, – Enough to man the radio cars. Uh, it, it's a major problem. Now, migrants just add on to that. It's just uh, as I say, particularly depending on the precincts that you're in. You know, you get a place you have a have a thousand or or three hundred migrants. You know, they're human beings. They're going to have their own uh, problems and things, and the police are going to have to intervene. But the manpower problem is a serious one now in the department. It's just not able to adequately. Patrol, in my in my opinion, and uh, certainly the migrants, the sheer numbers of migrants, add to that. The other issue becomes Ray these scooters. I mean, I know you know our oh, friend Jesus. Bo Deedle. His son uh, Richard was run over a couple of weeks ago. I just got a text from Chrissy Mullen, happens to be the sister-in-law of the Hall of Famer Chris Mullen from Brooklyn. She said, where she works by the Roosevelt Hotel, there are one hundred scooters. A hundred, right? There are no license plates. Why don't they impound all these scooters? No. Thanks to Mayor de Blasio. There's basically no regulations addressing the these violations uh, that you see. I see them where I live. They have no lights on. You cross the street at night, you can have a scooter go right past you. Right. You can feel it. You can't even see it. I mean, it is a horrendous problem, and it really contributes greatly to the deterioration of the quality of life that we've seen in the city, and we continue to, to see. But you're absolutely right. I was in London not so long ago. I saw all these bikes stopped, and I thought it was an accident or something. No, it turned out they stopped for the red light. Interesting. And then they, and they took off. <laughs> you know, it, they were adhering to traffic regulations there. So oh, it, it, is, oh. it is disgraceful. It's an embarrassment. You know, it's funny you mentioned London because, as you know, Ray, my daughter Ava, she's going back to school at the end of September. She goes to college in Wales, which is a fast 90-minute train ride away from London. So me and Danielle spend a lot of time in London. And every time I come back, I say the same thing. They have a financial district like we've got. They've got a theater district like we've got. It's almost the same place, right? I mean, a lot of history. Yet, yet. They abide by the laws. You don't walk on the streets, see any urine, any feces. Nobody throws garbage on the streets. Why is it that in London, in London, they seem to be okay, and this city is such a mess when both are so similar? What's the issue? Well, enforcement. Uh, we're not enforcing any of these things, any of these uh, violations that really impacts on the reputation of the, of the city. It's just the cops are not issuing summonses. They took a lot of these violations out of the criminal code and made them civil violations, which just means 
a summons, which means that they're, they're disregarded. Uh, but these scooters have no enforcement at all. Then you see them go to a light circle, they go up the avenue. I saw them going up Fifth Avenue the wrong way uh, in the middle of the street. I mean, just arrogance. It's something that knows that the, the rest of society. So it, it, it just adds to the danger and the, and the perils of, of people walking in, in, uh, in New York. Jeez. It's a shame. It is. So one more. I, I was talking to somebody because I'm still relatively young. If God's good to me, Ray, I'll be 57 in April. So I don't remember the 60s and 70s as well. And, um, you know, they keep bringing up those days when Bo was a cop in the 70s. And, and somebody said to me, yeah, but here's the difference. Back then, gangs were an issue. Drugs were a major issue. People were killing each other in the drug communities. But the nice communities remained nice. And they said the difference now is is that there is no nice community. And no matter where you are in the city, Park Avenue, the fanciest parts, you are a target. And even though the numbers were higher in the 70s, it wasn't like that. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point. <clears throat> it's all over now. Uh, everybody has mobility, including the, uh, the the perpetrators. So they can go, uh, you know, throughout the city, Upper East Side. I mean, it's safer, relatively speaking, than uh, other precincts, say, in Brooklyn or, or the Bronx. But even so, those folks uh, can be targets. And some pretty high, uh, high prominent people have been mugged uh, on, on the Upper East Side. So, yeah. It is a citywide problem a, throughout the five boroughs, and uh, we don't have a handle on it. And doesn't look like we're ever going to get a handle on it. So uh, in the old grading system, Ray, we'll wrap up this great conversation right here. I love you to pieces. I love when you come on. A being, of course, uh, you get to go to Harvard. F being uh, you're not going to college. How's Eric Adams doing right now? Give me a grade. Well, I, I haven't seen him really do anything significant. I mean, he's lots of press conferences. Everything is a is a press conference, but I don't think you can point to at least I can't point to anything that I know that he's uh, that he's accomplished. Well, he will so tell you. Or he'll tell you. He's going to tell you that shootings are down and murder is down. And um, throughout the country, by the way, they're down yeah. in Chicago, down in Los Angeles, down in Philadelphia. They're not really certain why, but it is a national phenomenon. So uh, I don't know if he can claim credit for that, but okay, they are down. Murders are down. Uh, that's good. But if you look at crime two years ago, compare it to what it was two years ago, it's way up. It's up 36 percent in the city. Uh, you know, robberies are up almost 40 percent. Two years ago, well, you know, it was relative calm yeah. in the city, and yeah. it's all it, it's all changed. So it's uh, you know it, it, I'd I'd have to give him a uh, let's say C because he shows up. Yeah, he's not like Blasio. <laughs> right. you couldn't find him anywhere. Uh, but Adams is everywhere. So, yeah, you know, not not doing anything, but he sure shows up. I love that. I give him a C because he shows up. Uh, Ray, thank you for showing up this morning. That was a great conversation. Congratulations on uh, making the post with me today. And we'll do this again very, very soon. Thank you so much, buddy. Well, thanks for having me. You're the best. Ray Kelly, former police commissioner, here on Sitting Friends in the Morning. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. 
Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.